what is up hockey fans this is joe coming at you live for a new fresh hot off the stove episode of east side hockey where we talk all things east side hockey um i am in the beautiful city of boston it's a gorgeous day out i'm here with my dog sunny um and i'm going to be starting off this today's episode uh so this is a a personal issue uh if you can read the title you already know what this is about but my fellow commentators don't yet as they listen to this (laughs) um this is an issue that i personally take that I haven't really heard anybody else complain about, but I just thought it was fun to talk about, um, and that is why it is stupid that the New York Islanders are called the New York Islanders. Let me explain. With Exhibit A, the Buffalo Sabres. Now, as we all know, there's three teams in New York. The Buffalo Sabres, the New York Rangers, and the New York Islanders. We do not call the Buffalo Sabres the New York Buffaloes. Why? Because their location is Buffalo. That's where they play. In New York State. And, uh, yeah, that's the reason. The New York Islanders play in Long Island. But they're called the New York Islanders. Okay, so let me move on. Exhibit B, the New York Rangers. The Rangers actually play in New York City. Not in Long Island. In New York City. So that's fine. Because they're the New York Rangers. That's where they play, in New York City. Um, Just like the Buffalo Sabres play in Buffalo. Why would the team that plays in Long Island be called the New York Islanders? The name of their team is their location. Um... And also, going along with um, my Rangers point, is there's only, every other city only has one team. Um, It's the Winnipeg Jets, the, you know, you get my point. (laughs) Uh, Every every team only has one city. So, for somebody who's from the tri-state area, like myself, hearing the New York Islanders and the New York Rangers sounds, like, sort of normal, right? But if, you know... If it were the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Toronto Canadians, or like the Toronto Maple Leafs and like the the tr- Toronto Montreal ends, you know, like that's the equivalent of the New York Islanders. It sounds stupid, and it's stupid that it sounds like one city has multiple teams in it. And Exhibit C, and this is my final exhibit. My final point is the mascot. The New York Islanders mascot. What the fuck does a goddamn dragon have to do with Long Island? What the literal shit does a large winged serpentine creature have to do with New York State's nutsack? The answer is fucking nothing. There's no correlation. Why would you name a team after the location that it's based in? i.e. the Islanders, then make your mascot a creature that has nothing to do with your name, but would be the cool name of a hockey team. 
This is why I think that the New York Islanders should change their name to the Long Island Dragons or the Long Island Serpents. Um, the the name of, of the team itself is not really what I'm worried about. What I'm worried about is, do you agree with um, my point that they should be the Long Island somethings rather than the New York somethings? What is going on, Eastside Hockey fans? This is your favorite co-host, Mr. Justin Kennedy. It is good to see all of you. It's good for you to be hearing me on this fine day. It's a beautiful day. I got energy, and I'm ready to talk hockey with all you beautiful people. So let's get into it. So, Joseph started the episode today, and he's, uh, he's talking name change to the Islanders. And you know what? I couldn't agree more. Joe, you are on the right track, buddy boy. This is probably m- m- one of my favorites, if not my favorite topic we've discussed so far on this podcast. And uh, I'm excited to break this down and figure out who the Islanders should really be. So let's get into it. First, a couple things I need to uh, uh, bring up and correct a little bit about Joe's statements. He said they play in Long Island, which is true. But this year, they also currently play in Brooklyn for half their home games. So they split half the games in Long Island, half the games in Brooklyn, and then 42 games on the road. Um, so as far as the city name goes, though, here's the thing. Next year, the Islanders are moving to a new arena called Belmont in Belmont Park in Elmont, New York, which is in Queens. It's like on the very border of Queens, like between Queens and Long Island. Like it's basically on Long Island almost. Um, so I don't think the city name is going to be Brooklyn. I don't think they're going to call them the Brooklyn whatevers because, you know, they're not going to be playing in Barclays anymore after this season. Um, uh, it's either going to be the, it's going to be Long Island or it's going to be Queens. Now, just the way I, see it i don't think they're going to use queens because it doesn't roll off the tongue as easily um or maybe it could maybe they could throw it at the wall and see if it sticks but i personally feel they're going to use uh long island as the city name or at least i hope they would if they were to make a change this is all hypothetical this is not what they're thinking about doing this is us coming up with ideas and maybe they'll use them Hopefully, probably not, but we'll see. So I think the city name is going to be Long Island. Okay, so we have that down. We have the city name down. And also, speaking of the city name, I needed to correct something else that Joe was saying. Uh, He mentioned that having the New York Islanders and the New York Rangers would sound, you know, as crappy as the Ontario Maple Leafs and the Ontario Canadians or whatever he said, like the Ontario Montreals. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> but a couple things I need to say about that. First of all, Joe, uh, Toronto and Montreal, um, those two cities are in two completely different provinces. Completely different provinces. Uh, Toronto being in Ontario and Montreal being in Quebec. Um, so I think what Joe was trying to say was it would sound as crappy as the Ontario Maple Leafs and the Ontario Senators, because Ottawa is in Ontario and so is Toronto. So 
having the Ontario Maple Leafs and the Ontario Senators would sound just as shitty as the New York Islanders and New York Rangers. It would probably even be worse than that, and the only reason this is acceptable right now, because it's New York. Oh! Uh, so just, I needed to correct that. Sorry, Joe. You know, it, it was just bothering me. And, you know, I have the hockey IQ, so I have to say something about that. Now, we have the city name, Long Island. Now, what's going to be the team name? Interesting. This is the most interesting part about this uh, topic, I think. Joe didn't really get into it too much. He said that they might be called the Dragons or the Serpents, which would make sense. It's their mascot. I see why he said that. But I want to get deeper into this because this could be really interesting. Now, when I think about a team name for the Islanders, uh, I think about the division between New York teams, right? So on one side, which is the good guys, at least in my view, because these are the guys I root for, and they go, they coincide together as teams, similar colors and all that. And, you know, two of the teams playing the same arena, being the Rangers and the Knicks. And then the other two teams would be the Yankees and the, uh, who am I forgetting? The Giants. So Rangers... Knicks, Yankees, Giants. That's one side. And then on the other side, you have kind of the, the stinky New York teams. Ooh, the stinky teams, such as the Jets, the Nets, the Mets, and the Islanders. Like, think about it. Like, all those team names, they rhyme, they follow a pattern... They're definitely grouped into one. But then you just have, like, the Islanders, which is just an outlandish, random name compared to the rest of the teams sort of in their area, such as the Mets. The Mets are only, you know, they're just west of the Islanders' new arena next year in Queens. So they're both going to be in Queens now. So, considering all that, I decided it might be a good idea for the Islanders to have their name follow a similar pattern to the rest of those New York teams, Mets, Jets, and Nets. But when I was thinking about words that might rhyme with net or nets, like they didn't, they rhymed and they fit the pattern, but they just don't make much sense. Like the Long Island sets, the Long Island bets, the Long Island uh, cats, like the Long Island tets, like it makes no sense. And so I was like, okay, maybe I can't do blank ETS. I can't do the ETS uh, pattern, but maybe I could still find a word that rhymes and it would make sense. So I broadened my horizon and I think I came across the perfect team name. And not only is it a good team name that goes well with the rest of the New York teams in that, you know, in that same pattern, this team name could also be used, and they can keep their dragon mascot. Let me explain how. Imagine you're walking along, and a dragon comes out of nowhere and starts breathing fire towards you. What are you going to think before you toast up like a hot dog on the grill? You're going to think, holy shit, this thing is a threat to my life. So ladies and gentlemen... I believe the new New York sports team name for the New York Islanders should be the Long Island Threats.
It will go well with the Mets, Jets, Nets, and now Threats. I think this could work. And they uh, keep themselves in that Long Island category rather than just the general New York category. And it would go well with their mascot. So the Long Island Threats, the Long Island Threats. Let me know what you guys think. And I will see you guys in the next topic. We're talking about the New York Islanders. Now, for those of you that don't know, the New York Islanders, yes, they have New York in their name, but they don't play in New York City. They play in Long Island, which is still a part of New York, right? So I think their name, New York Islanders, is valid. They're still part of the state, you know? New York Rangers, yeah, they play in New York City, but they're not the only team in the state. I get that the Buffalo Sabres are called called that because they play in Buffalo, but do they really need to like even consider changing their name or anything? They already branded themselves. They're a organization that's experienced success in the recent years, and I think they're fine where they're at, even though they're not playing in New York City per se. I think it's fine. I think the idea of them becoming anything but the New York Islanders is purely ridiculous and has no merit to it whatsoever. I'll give you an example, too. In baseball, you got the Los Angeles Dodgers and you got the L.A. Angels. But the L.A. Angels don't play in Los Angeles. They're the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. They play in Anaheim, California, right? But they're called the Los Angeles Angels. But you don't see them changing their name to the Anaheim Angels, right for the purpose of branding and because it's just purely not necessary so let us know what you guys think about that i don't think they need a change at all i think all this speculation is kind of ridiculous but i see but but i see where people could be coming from with it because they don't actually play in new york city but it is still part of the state and why would you change your team name to something else when you already have a top-tier brand and your team has experienced success? I don't know, man. Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. You, sir, have quite an idea slash topic on your hands starting this week's episode. And, um, you know, it kind of makes sense. Like, look at the teams in California. You have the Anaheim Ducks, the Los Angeles Kings, the San Jose Sharks. It's not the California Ducks, it's not the California Kings, or it's not the California Sharks. They're all names of the city that they're in. You know, San Jose Sharks, they play in San Jose, whatever, you know, you get the gist. And we're going to go over to New York now. New York has the Buffalo Sabres as they play in up, upstate New York, right? They're not called the New York Buffaloes or the Buffalo or the New York Sabres. It's the city in which they are in, right? The New York Rangers play in New York City, which is in New York State. Okay? So that makes a little bit of sense. And then there's the New York Islanders. The New York Islanders play on Long Island. Why the fuck do they have New York as their name? They should be the Long Island Islanders. It makes more sense. 
They're not in... I get it. They're in New York State. But they don't play in fucking New York City. And here's how I like to look at it as a Rangers fan. The New York Rangers are the Gucci brand of New York. They are the original. They've been there first. They're an original six team. They haven't moved. They haven't really changed their jerseys that much. There was a name change very early on from the New York Americans to the New York Rangers. But other than that, they haven't real they haven't moved. They're again, like I said, they're an original six team. However, the New York Islanders, they're like the Gucci item that you buy off some guy on the street. It's the knockoff brand of the original. It's the the Islanders are a knockoff of the New York Rangers. And I'm going to have to agree with you, Joe. The mascot's even worse. What does a dragon have to do with an island? And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to wait till I can get a answer for that question that makes sense because I'm going to go ahead and answer that question right now on my own. They it doesn't make sense. They don't match. Like why? What why why do you need a dragon to for your Long Island or for your New for your New York Islanders? Like no. And I'm going to have to agree with you here, Joe. I think that the Islanders should change their name to the Long Island whatevers to match where they're from and to change their mascot to match their name or their name to match their mascot, whatever you want to do. But they need to get out of New York City because it's not their turf. The Rangers were there first, and like I said, the Islanders are a knockoff of the Rangers, and that's all I got to say about that. Thank you so much to Anchor for sponsoring this video, and thank you to Joe for bringing the Long Island, New York Islanders, whatever you want to call them, <clears throat> topic of discussion to this week's episode. Now, going into our second topic of discussion for this week, we have a new rule change that is being considered by the general managers of the NHL. And uh, the new rule would state that a player only has to break the plane of the blue line to be determined if it's offsides, which means like his whole body would have to like break the plane um, rather than where the old rule would be uh, one skate to be in contact with uh, or on his own side of the line for the player to be on sides. So we're going to um, go to Justin, Brett, and Joe for this topic real quick, and then we will come back to myself. And then that's going to be the episode we have for you today. So over to the guys. What is going on, my friends? It is good to see you once again. And it's good for you to hear from me. But before we get into this rule change, I need to correct myself here. Because in the first part, I uh, mentioned that the Islanders play 42 games on the road. But... Uh, out of an any two out of an eighty two NHL game season, they only play forty one games on the road. They split it half and half. So forty one games on the road. Slight correction there. Now into the rule change. So honestly, uh, I'd, okay, and I'll be fully honest. I uh, I did a recording of this, and. Uh, during the recording, I was giving my opinion on this rule change, but I had misinterpreted 
what the rule was saying. So I uh, was saying that this rule was bullshit and yada yada because I thought it was saying that a player couldn't have like a single limb over the blue line without it being offsides. So yeah, no, that that was a fuck up for me. But the real rule change and what it's trying to do, I gotta say, I'm honestly kind of a fan. It's it. So I'll, I'll go through some of the advantages real quick here. Um, uh, first advantage, obviously, it would make for much easier video reviews. That's the, definitely the number one thing. Uh, we all have seen, if you're a hockey fan, you've definitely seen a video review where a player's been maybe offsides, maybe not, because they can't quite determine if his skate was touching the ice or not. Because with the current rule, you got to keep your skates on the ice. At least one skate on the blue line for it to be considered on sides. With this new rule change, it would give players a better opportunity to keep the play going by staying on sides, creating more action and excitement, not only for the fans, but also for the players. Um, you know, the more the, the longer a play uh keeps going without stoppages the more chances a team gets the more action happens so all things considered i say that this rule should be implemented for next season uh just like just like how hybrid icing was implemented you know remember how icings when a team iced the puck the team actually had to go and touch the puck for it to be icing now they just have to get to the circles and whoever's closer to it, they'll determine if it's icing or not. With this, like I said, keeps the game going, makes it more fast-paced, makes the video reviews easier. So overall, I approve of what the GMs are trying to do here. Now that I fully understand the rule, I uh, will give my proper feedback on it, and I say go for it. So thanks for listening in. And I will see you guys in next week's episode. Ciao, ciao. Eastside Hockey. The offside rule could potentially be changed. According to NHL.com's Twitter, NHL GMs voted in favor of changing the application of the offside rule to allow for players to be considered onside as long as one of their skates is above the vertical plane of the blue line, regardless if it is in contact with the ice. The only thing changing the offsides rule really does is increase the pace of the game. That's it. Which, for fans, is entertaining. You want to see a fast-paced game. Hockey, you don't have a lot of scoring. It could get boring very easily. So, you want to see three things. You want to see faster skating. Could lead to more goals. You want to see your team come out on top if you're a fan of a certain team. And, most importantly... You want to see fights, but that doesn't happen anymore. The league's soft now. But <laughs> but I think changing the offside rule could have its benefits. And the refs don't really call offsides as is. So them changing this might allow them to make more calls. Or it might allow them to make less. We don't know. The refs are crooked. The league's rigged with refs. There's a ref problem. We've talked about it. You already know. <clears throat> so with... With this new um, uh, offsides rule possibly being changed, it might uh, apparently a bunch of GMs or the GMs, whoever they are, <laughs> um, 
got together and voted that they wanted to change the offside rule um, to the new rule, which I'm assuming has already been explained to you by one of my other co-hosts. And I think that this is probably going to pass. Hockey is a Canadian sport. Um, And I say that because I know a lot of uh, very Canadian sports do have a... I forget what sport it is exactly, but it's a, um, like, the, the, like, tip of your nose. It's basically if you're just a little bit cross the line, like that, then you're in the clear. Um, and I, I feel that this offside rule will most likely be approved. Um, I think it'll be better for the game overall. I think it's a little stupid that your entire body has to be offsides. However, or like over the line. Uh, however, this will cause problems because, th- you know, now there's going to be a lot of looking back at the tapes and, oh, maybe the, the tip of his skate is over, so does that count? Or the tip of his skate is still, might be touching the line, you know? Um, I, I feel it definitely might make things a little more confusing, but overall I think this is for the better. Thank you guys for giving me your thoughts on the offside rule change. Now, we have my thoughts. So, uh, when I was uh, researching or just looking up things regarding this new rule change, I found out that in order to um, change the rules, the rule needs to be approved by the competition committee and the BOG. I wasn't I wasn't quite sure what the BOG uh, was. I, I couldn't figure that out maybe I'm just a moron maybe I'm not good at researching acronyms but I think it's just because I'm a moron so we'll take that um the coaches can still challenge a goal for offsides so that doesn't change and pretty much uh this new rule change would simplify the review process um which would make you know it easier for linesmen oop that was my phone I apologize which would make it easier for linesmen to make a call about whether or not a player is offsides. Um, personally, I think that they should go along with this rule change because um, I feel like there are some que- there I haven't really personally seen many like offside calls that have been questionable recently, but I can remember watching hockey um, like in the past and definitely seeing some questionable calls saying oh they weren't offsides or oh they were offsides when they clearly uh, weren't so I think that this this new rule change could be a good idea for the NHL because I feel like um, it could eliminate like a like a maybe a problem they have um, with making these calls Um, and I know that this I think we can connect it connect this to refgate because I feel like this new rule change could help uh, the refs make the right call rather than making for making the right call on the right like play or whatever, rather than them making you know fucking up and making the wrong call and calling the guy offsides when he was onsides or onsides when he was offsides. <clears throat> so I think that this this new rule change could bring a um, a whole new like flow to the game. I think. And I think that when and if they if they were to um, implement this rule, I think it would be good for them 
uh, in the future just because it would simplify, like I said, it would simplify the game, the, the review process and just make everything a little bit more easier for the linesman here. So, and I believe we have come to the end of this week's episode. So thank you all so much for tuning in and we will catch you in next week's episode of East Side Hockey. Thank you.